0: Good morning, how's everybody today? Welcome to, the, welcome to church, we're glad that you're here and uh, what an awesome day it has been already at both of our campuses. I want to um, say a couple of things before I get started. Um, when you leave today, you will receive, our greeters will give you as many of these as you want. Don't think that they're being stingy. They're just waiting on you to take more and more and more, all right? So these are invite, invite cards, we call them. And you use these to invite people to our Christmas weekend, all right? Christmas weekend is December the 17th and the 18th, Saturday and Sunday, all right? So be sure to get some of these. Check. All right, I'm going to drop that. And be sure to get one of these. These are, um, this is a yard sign. Um, The legs come with it, but I just didn't want to wag that out here. And these are like five bucks. Cheap, cheap. But the purpose of this is for you to put it in your yard to draw attention to the fact that we're inviting people to Christmas weekend all right. So be sure to get one of these. We're not like we're we're not making money on them or anything. We're just uh, that just like covers the cost. But uh, we have them at both of our campuses. You can get them at the guest services um, counter. Be sure to get one of these, and the earlier, the better. I know we're not thinking Christmas yet. Uh, at least I'm not. But w- it's important to go ahead and get the word out. It, it just our Christmas series. It's going to be called Simply Christmas, Simply Christmas, and we're going to have a good time that weekend, so be sure to get one of these, that will help other people to know about it. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. I'm going to drop that. Welcome, if you're a first-time guest, we're so uh, glad that you're here and uh, we look forward to to getting to know you. We just pray that God would minister to you from having come here today. We welcome those that are joining us online, live today, and a welcome to you. And we just went live at our Tupelo campus. Give it up, make some noise for those guys over there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I just got word, Our, our campus pastor, Andrew, at the Tupelo campus is in New Orleans. And uh, we have, I think, 17-plus people from our church that's down there right now, so we're excited about them. Give God a praise for that, all right, would you? They're, they're, uh, they've they been there all weekend, and and they're going door-to-door and trying to help Pastor Troy Gauze, uh out. And um, today, I just got word from Andrew, which is down there, that they had 29 people at their service today, and four of their core families are out of town this weekend. Twenty-nine. That is super awesome. And that's, yeah, that's, uh, that, of course, is not counting uh, our 17 that are down there. All right? So I think that's pretty cool, pretty awesome to have that many people, and they're going to be launching, um... Maybe in January, I think. So uh, we we definitely want to pray for Cross Culture Community Church in New Orleans. Well, let's see any more good news. That's good news. Thanksgiving is this week, right? Is it this week? I don't know. My wife will tell me at some point. But uh, we hope that you have a good Thanksgiving and uh, hope you have a safe Thanksgiving. And that you'll be back here bright and early next week as we continue the series on Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories is a study about the Holy Spirit. It's a study about the Holy Spirit. And we've talked about several different things in the couple of weeks that we've had. Like last week, we talked about how the Holy Spirit, which is, is a person, by the way. It's not an it or an entity. The Holy Spirit is a person. He speaks. And... Uh, Um, we talked about how God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, how God the Father wills it. If you want to know the difference in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Father wills it. Jesus said, I have come to do the will of my Father. Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus. Jesus declares it. The Bible says in John 1:1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. The Word, the Word of God. Jesus speaks, and the Father wills it, the Son declares it, and the Holy Spirit. You, you waiting on this one? The Holy Spirit makes it happen. You see, uh, God the Father sits on the throne. Jesus sits at the right hand of his Father. Now, Jesus walked on the earth, okay? Uh, we know that. He, he died on the cross. He died a sinner's death, yet had never sinned ever in his entire life. And now, when Jesus was ascended into heaven, uh, he is seated at the right hand of the Father. So, what do we have? Jesus said just before he was ascended, In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, and I'm going to come back to that again in just a few minutes. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you uh, comfortless. I'm going to send a counselor, an advocate, a helper. And that is the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus ascended, seated at the right hand of the Father, no longer walks on the earth. So the Holy Spirit is God in the earth. So when you invite Christ to come into your life, when you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you get, you got the Holy Spirit. So uh, I have a, a one, uh, a 24-7 relationship with, with God because the Holy Spirit lives within me. Can I guess, somebody just say amen? I mean, I'm going to start preaching here in a minute, but you're going to have to say amen. Uh, we, we talked about the Father, wills with the Son, uh, declares that the Holy Spirit makes it happen. It's like he turns the light on. You'll be reading your Bible, wondering what in the world does this mean? And suddenly, it's not like mystical, but the Holy Spirit helps you and helps me to understand the word. He turns the light on. Last week we talked about how how Jesus in John 7 likened the Holy Spirit, to rivers of water. Rivers of water. And we talked about last week how the Holy Spirit, when we encounter the Holy Spirit, he wants to immerse, uh, immerse us uh, in a river of refreshing. Maybe you came to church today or you're listening today and whew, your life is uh, dry. It's, it needs refreshing. Well, if you will encounter the Holy Spirit. He will immerse you in a river of refreshing. Just when I think that I can't keep going, and and I I have times in my life that that are dry spiritually, and, and I say, God, I need a refreshing. I need help. Thank you for not amening that. But I need help, and God always gives us what we need. And you know what? He, he, he refreshes me. And then we talked about how uh, the Holy Spirit uh, wants to immerse us in a river of revelation. And I, I, sort of like I, I was saying a, a moment ago that, that he, he, he brings to life the word. He speaks to me. He guides me. He reveals to me. And revelation is what God has always known, but he's just now revealing to us, and sometimes the Holy Spirit reveals to us. But also, he wants to, to, to give us a river of power, a river of power. And then, uh, and by the way, uh, we're going to talk about power today and how we need the power of God. And then he wants to give us a river of breakthrough. Some of you today are on the verge, I'm telling you, you're on the verge of a breakthrough spiritually, and God wants to make it happen in your life, and if you will yield to the Holy Spirit, I promise you one thing, God will give you the breakthrough that that you need. You're on the verge, if you'll just connect today, connect with God and connect to the Holy Spirit. And so, today, we're going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit and how, how God wants for your life um, to be a life of victory. Have you ever been walking through life and you don't feel very victorious? Whoo, man, I do. So, well, you're the preacher. I said, I can't help that. There-, there are times in my life that I need victory. I need a breakthrough. And so what we're going to talk about today is the, how the power of the Holy Spirit wants to bring that into our lives it's one thing that I've noticed that, that uh, a lot of times people are disconnected they're disconnected and and man I don't I'll never understand this as long as I live but when people have a, a disconnection with God maybe because of a struggle or a problem how many know what I'm talking about when I say we have problems we all have problems, but sometimes I have seen people that are going through a struggle who really need the power of God, who really need a touch from God, a renewal, a revelation from God, a breakthrough from God. I have seen people disconnect from the very things that will help them with with their problem. You know what I'm saying? I, people, I don't know why, people quit coming to church or they quit serving or They'll quit small group. And the very things that we need to build us, to teach us, to strengthen us, they disconnect from. I talked uh, last time about the woman who touched the hem of his garment. And she was wanting that connection with Jesus. She knew that he was her only hope. She knew that the only way she was going to make it was to encounter Jesus. And she did. And so today I want to just say that God wants to bring that into your life, and he wants to bring it into my life. Now, before I read, if you want to be turning to uh, Exodus chapter 17, while you're turning, I want to read uh, this passage to you, and uh, it's found in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. You you know, a, a lot of what we read in the Old Testament is foreshadowing or shadowing of what's going to happen in the New Testament. I like to say it this way. The Bible is all about the cross. In the Old Testament, it's, it's always pointing to the cross. And in the New Testament, it's pointing back to the cross. Son, that was a good point, Terry. Thank you. Okay, so, so I'm afraid you didn't get it. The Old Testament is constantly pointing to the cross. The New Testament is constantly pointing back to the cross. Amen? And so, a lot of what we read in the Old Testament is is what's gonna happen in the New Testament, and that's what this verse is. Genesis 3, verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. This is when uh, Adam and Eve rebelled against God by one man's sin entered into the world. And I will put Enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head and will strike, and you will strike his heel. I don't know if you've read that before or not, but that is a that is a Old Testament prophecy of the victory, the, the 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 victory that Jesus gave us when he died on the cross. He went to the cross to pay our sin debt, a debt that he does not owe. He did not owe, and a debt that we cannot pay. He did for us what we cannot do for ourselves when he went to the cross. Now, the devil, the devil thought he had won. You know what I'm talking about? The devil thought, man, they were, he and the demons, they they thought they had uh, wrought a great victory when they crucified Jesus on Friday. But guess what? He got a rude awakening because it's Friday and all looked dark, all looked like despair, all looked discouraged, but it was Friday, but Sunday was coming. Mm. It's it's Friday and for some of us, you know what I'm talking about today, it feels like Friday, it feels like death or it feels like uh, you're in the midst of the struggle the storms of life. But guess what? Sunday's coming. And just when the devil was throwing his party with his demons, Sunday rolled around. And Jesus got up out of that grave, out of that tomb, and he was risen from the dead. And that's, that's the gospel So what do I share with somebody when I, when I? you're talking about share your faith. Man, you just tell them what I just said. That that Jesus died for our sins and he rose from the grave. On the cross he conquered sin. Because they crucified an innocent man. We had to have a sacrifice. We have to have a sacrifice. You can't earn your way to God. You can't earn your way to heaven. We needed somebody to do For us what we could not do the Bible says that he died on the cross and he conquered sin on the cross meaning every sin every past sin present sin future sin that you and I will ever commit were nailed to the cross that day when he went to the cross so he conquered sin in his death but in his resurrection he conquered death. And because of his resurrection, we can live forever. Because of his death and resurrection, we can be forgiven and we can, we can go to be with God in heaven. And so uh, when, when Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit, he said, I'm, 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 he's, he's going to come and empower you. Now, if you have your Bibles, I want us to look at Exodus. I want to read the story. Uh, Just a few verses at a time, Exodus chapter 17, Exodus chapter 17, Uh, I'm going to read the first four verses. The children of Israel had been delivered from Egypt, from Egyptian bondage. They were on the way to the promised land, it took them a long time to get there because they were stubborn, hard-headed, and always gripping and grumbling. Do you know anybody like that? The Bible says in verse 1, the whole Israelite community set out from the desert of sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, Rephidim, and I want you to remember that word, Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Uh Uh-oh, so there's a problem. Houston, Israel, we have a problem. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled. That means they argued, they criticized, they grumbled, they were backbiting and gossiping to Moses, their leader. They said, give us water to drink. Moses replied, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people... We're thirsty for water there. And they grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? They even one time said, we'd be better off, we'd just be better off making bricks, being, being uh, enslaved to the Egyptians. We'd be better off staying back there, look what we've got, uh-huh, uh-huh, you know. Wine and whine and whine. Verse 4 says, Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What am I to do with these people? They're almost ready to stone me. So here, um, the, 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 the Israelites, a little, how soon do we really forget? It's sad, but God will do something for us. He'll give us a breakthrough. He'll give us an answer to our prayer, and, and he'll bless us. And then how soon do we forget how great God is? You see, what, what they, there was a period of time that they didn't have food. And so the Bible says that God looked out for his people. Th- this, these people were his chosen people. And so what did he do? God provided manna while they were in the wilderness. They had bread to eat, cornbread, or whatever. But they had bread to eat. God supplied their needs. You know what the Bible says? How many know that my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory? And so they forgot that, that God had provided the manna, and now they, they're dying of thirst. What's interesting is Rephidim um was their seventh stop. Rephidim means rest. On their seventh stop, they stopped at Rephidim. How many know that it's important to take a day of rest every week? We do that on Sunday. You know why? Jesus was risen on Sunday. He rose from the dead on Sunday. That's why we don't come together on Saturday. Uh, on a regular basis Uh, because it's Friday but Sunday's coming and on Sunday he rose from he is risen from the dead and so anyway the seventh stop that they made was Rephidim which means to rest and the thing about it it's not that God was so disturbed about the people crying out he wanted them to cry out He just didn't want their attitude to go south or sour. And that's what had happened with Moses. Now, here here God was providing all the bread, which uh, Jesus said, I am the bread. That's the Old Testament. Now, in the New Testament, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the bread that came down from heaven. And so, God devised a plan because that's who God is. He devised a plan to give them water. Now, I want to talk just for a few moments, and I want you to write this in in your notes. And that is, if you will persevere, God will give you victory. Some of you are are on the verge of a breakthrough, but you're also, many are on the verge of giving up, giving out, giving in. You're thinking about quitting. Not, just not on life, necessarily, but you, you've tried you've tried to walk the right way you've tried to live a spirit-filled life you've tried to go to church you've tried, and maybe you're in the midst of a, a problem that 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 is so big that you can't figure it out, maybe there's no light at the end of the tunnel because you can't even see the light because you're in a dark season or in a, in a dark place I just want to say to you today if you will persevere if you'll, if you'll Hang in there. If you'll let God do what God wants to do in your life amidst the problems, amidst the pain, amidst the wounds. Some of you would uh, say, oh, but you, you just don't know. Um, I've been wounded. My life is, is in a dark place right now. I'm talking to somebody right now that, that you're, you're in a dark season of your life, and you're just about ready to, to give up, to quit. And I'm here to tell you today, if you will just persevere, if you will uh, hang in there with God, connect with God, God will bring victory in your life. Now, we read this last week, but in John chapter 7, I, I want to refer to, back to it again. In, in John chapter 7, this is where Jesus was likening the Holy Spirit to Rivers. In John chapter 7 he says on the last and greatest day of the festival Jesus stood and said with a loud voice let anyone who is thirsty who is thirsty? The Israelites. And Jesus said if anyone is thirsty let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me as scripture has said rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit. And the, the Bible says that he, the Spirit had not come yet, God in the earth, because Jesus was, was still here. But it says, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. Now, the Holy Spirit, uh, I, I, I love reading the Old Testament and the New Testament because it's the Holy Spirit, write this down if you didn't a moment ago, it is the Holy Spirit that makes the Word alive. So I just read, and I can't get anything out of it, i ask the Holy Spirit to make the Word of God alive for you. And when I, when I read the Word this morning, uh, the Holy Spirit, it's not because I've read that verse before, I've read through the Bible umpteen times, it's the Holy Spirit that makes the Word of God alive. And so here, the children of Israel were... Were, were grumbling. They needed both the manna and they needed the rivers of water. The the manna represented the word of God and the authority of God's word. The, the, the water uh, represented the rivers of water that God wants to provide for his people. Now, let me just, just set this up just a little bit before we read any more. Uh... Amalek was coming against the children of Israel. And the, the Bible says that that uh, he came from behind them where some were weak and where some had disconnected. And by the way, you can't be disconnected from the body and be healthy. That's why it's so important to, to be at worship and to, to get into a small group because Amalek, which by the way, represents the flesh. And we are always doing a battle with the flesh. Now, what do I mean by the flesh? The flesh, um, our sin nature. We were born because Adam and Eve chose to sin. From that day forward, everybody has sinned. I don't care how good you are, you're still a sinner. The Bible says, by one man, sin entered into the world. And we sin for two reasons. One, we're born sinners. Amen? Look at the person next to you. You'll see what I'm talking about. We're born sinners. We're born sinners. But we also, we're born sinners because our ancestors, Adam and Eve, sin, and it's passed on to all of us. But we also choose to sin. We make a choice. Okay, it's my sin nature. But how crazy is the fact that even though that's my sin nature, I don't have to sin. Do you know that I can sin all that I want to. I want you to process that. I can sin, you say, because you're the pastor, no. Uh, I can sin all I I want to. I just don't want to. You get it? I just don't want to. But I still do. That's my sin nature. So I'm battling, constantly I'm battling. And this is what I I know, and I want you to write this down. You cannot win the battle. Of the flesh without the power of the Holy Spirit you cannot win the battle of the flesh without the power of the Holy Spirit because if you thought that you could and you would be wrong you would fail because you can't do it we have to have the power of God we have to have the power of the Holy Spirit Jesus said I am sending him Acts chapter 1 verse 8 but you shall receive power at, when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and the, the ends of the earth so we need his power. Zechariah one of my favorite verses in the Old Testament Zechariah um, chapter 4 verse 6 it's not by might it's not my strength It's not by power, but it's by your spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Not by might, nor by power, but it's by the spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. So Amalek um, is coming against the, the, the Israelites, and he represents the flesh, and we struggle with the flesh, and we struggle to make the right decisions. We struggle with the things of the world. We need the strength. We we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5. It says, The Lord answered Moses, Go out in front of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff which you struck the Nile and go. Now, it's it's something very interesting about the staff of, of Moses. It's the same staff, this staff, it's the same staff that one time God said, hey, throw it down. So he did. It turned to a snake. I would be running. But you know what God said? Pick it up. Moses said, I ain't picking it up. It's a snake. He said, pick it up. It's God's voice. So Moses picks up the staff, the snake, it turns back into a staff. So, ooh, that's mysterious. That's magical. No, that's God. (laughs) God can do whatever he wants to do. Anyway, this is the same staff. And uh, Paul had already talked about this. Uh, Or not, at this time, Paul was not born. But Paul talked about this in 1 Corinthians. I want to read it. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the first four verses. 1 Corinthians 10. Now now listen, this is Paul writing in the New Testament. What does the Old Testament do? Points to the cross. What does the New Testament do? Points back to the cross. Either way, you're going to get to the cross if you get in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 10 says... For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact brothers and sisters that our ancestors were all under the cloud that they all passed through the sea that they were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea they all ate the same spiritual food, what did they eat? Manna that God provided which represented the substance, substance which represented the word which represented the, the, the authority of God's word they all drank from the spiritual rock that, that accompanied them and that rock was Christ and so Paul writes about it the same imagery that they lived in Exodus chapter 17 now back to, back to Exodus chapter 17 I want to read verse 8 Exodus 17 verse 8 The the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Rephidim. Moses said to to, uh, uh, Joshua what what you need to do. Now, the second thing I want you to notice, not only uh, if you persevere, God will give you the victory. I want to talk about Staying in the struggle. Staying in the game. You have to stay in the struggle. Or a better word would be to persevere. You you must persevere. You must not give up. You must not go astray. You must walk with him and let him empower you. Say, I just don't know if I can do it. You can by the power of the Holy Spirit. I just don't think I'm going to make it through this storm. You can by the power of the Holy Spirit. He didn't promise that he's going to take the storms away from you. But he promised that he would never leave you nor forsake you. He is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He is is God in the earth. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 15 says that this is is the Apostle Paul. And Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope... How many need hope today? May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't you just love how the word of God is so simple and plain? It gives us exactly what we need. He said, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may may overflow with the hope of by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, it is by the power of, of the Holy Spirit. God will give us, write this down, God will give us hope, joy, peace when you believe. When you, when you connect to him. In Exodus chapter 17, verse 9, the story goes on. And the, 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 the people are, are, are desperate Verse 9 says, Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of the men and go out and fight the Amalekites. The Amalek, uh, by the way, was a descendant of Esau. Esau is the one in the Old Testament that sold his birthright for a cup of soup. That's, That's Esau. Amalek, a descendant of Esau. The Amalekites were very carnal people ungodly. Choose some men and go out and, and fight to, to go out and fight the, the, the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. That same staff. So Moses goes and this is key. Go, Moses goes on top of the mountain. To connect with God some of you today need to connect with God your life is not going in the direction that it needs to because you're disconnected Moses knew that his power came only from God Moses said I can't fight I can't fight this battle I cannot handle this Some of you today need to say, God, I can't handle this. But I'm going to persevere because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 10 says, So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. Listen to verse 11. As long as Moses held up his hands the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When he lifted them up, Israel was winning. When he put them down, the enemy was winning. That tells me, when Moses went and connected, tells me this when we get with god god fights the battle when we get with god god fights the battle so you're having a battle with the flesh when you get with god god will fight the battle he'll give you the strength by the power of his holy spirit he'll enable you he'll enlighten you he will empower you hands were up, they were winning when they were down they were losing so verse 12 says when Moses' hands grew tired oh I love this, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it Mm. Aaron and Hur held up his hands one on one side, one on the other so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Have you connected with God? For some of you today, that needs to be what happens in this service. For some of you today, it's just saying, God, I want to know you for the very first time. And today can be the day that you enter into a relationship with God. Right now, it's non-existent for you. You've been religious, maybe you come to church, but maybe you're a member of a church. Maybe you've been baptized. Maybe you've been disconnected. But what you need is a relationship with God. You can put your trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You can put your trust in Him today. For some of you, you just need to be led by, filled with, guided by the Holy Spirit. And He is the one that will help you through the struggle, help you with the breakthrough, help you with the needs that you, you've got. I, I'll let you down. My wife will tell you she married a man. But I'll tell you this, God will never let you down. He is always there for us, helping us. Father, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for how you show, have shown us through the simple story that we've read how we need you desperately. And we need to connect with you. And so today I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll make those connections. Holy Spirit, reveal. Holy Spirit, refresh by your power. Today, if you realize that you have never been saved, you've never given your heart to Christ, I want to give you an opportunity. There's nothing magical about repeating words or repeating a prayer. Uh, This needs to be the cry of your heart. You can just say it from your heart and say, God, today I'm a sinner and I need you in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins on the cross and he rose from the grave. And I turn, I repent of my sins and I turn to Jesus today. Come into my life once and forever. I follow you today. I put my trust in you. And I follow you. For some of you today as as believers for whatever reason you're in a struggle or in a battle. Maybe it's a battle with the flesh. Maybe it's relational. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's some sin that you're struggling with. Would you today, right now, just yield to the Holy Spirit? Let it the Holy Spirit refresh you, reveal to you, empower you, grow you. I'm going to ask everyone at both of our campuses to please stand. And I just want to pray for you. And um, I just pray that God will minister to you. Father thank you for today thank you for not giving up on us when we would have given up a long time ago thank you for meeting us here today and God for your Holy Spirit revealing the truths from your word today so Father I pray that you would take these closing moments of worship and be honored and glorified in Jesus name